access. Thanks, Emily. I just go into jiggle mode. Down deep below the surface. Down, down deep below the surface. Full access. Thanks, Emily. I just go into jiggle mode. Down deep below the surface. Down, down deep below the surface. Everybody, welcome to the Think Different Podcast, episode number six six. And if we added one more six, that is the sign of the devil. But no, the devil's not here because we have Frank Funk in the house. Of course, representing the devil today because he is all about his iPhone twelve. Now, Frank, we all want to get right into the ditch of the deep of the ditch. Did you pre-order your iPhone twelve Pro or twelve? Uh, we pre-ordered the iPhone 12 Pro for my wife in the Pacific Blue, and uh, I am waiting another uh, couple of weeks, and I will be ordering the Pro Max. I'm going back to oh, the so large size. Waiting. All right. Well, I'm not ordering any of them, so <laughs> let's just get that started. Well, right I think now. you're now, making I... a mistake, Will, but, you know. Well... Well, so the main I w- the main part of our episode today, the only thing we're going to talk about is I've been kind of pissed off after the last week of everything coming out about the phone. A lot of reviews have come in from everywhere. I've watched them all. I watched at least five different reviews of this phone, and we're including both phones today in this review. But the idea is, I'm not exactly the happiest camper regarding this release, and I think that not only for a consumer, but also how an Apple employee has to sell it because at the end of the day, this is a podcast about former Apple employees and the idea is to try to sell this or the idea of this in a store. So what model I had a, do, are you, do you currently have right now? I have an 11 pro. Okay. I didn't have the max. I got the regular pro. So that was the, because I, I don't like the bigger phone in my hand. And honestly, for videography, especially now that I'm using it for my gigs, I find it to be much easier to handle. Uh, the extra weight would probably add a little bit more of a, a hinge on me. Well, so well, I'm well, well wait, the, mm-hmm. the extra weight mm-hmm. you're talking about, two ounces? Yes. How old are you, man? Two ounces. How old are you? I'm a young... Yeah. Hip, slick, thirty-five. Yeah. Okay, and you worried about two ounces? Come on, man. That soda you're drinking is more than two it's, ounces. Oh uh, yeah, and it's a Zevia. <laughs> We're not sponsored this week, but it's a Zevia. It's a special keto drink that everyone should be having. Did you ever get the Zevia? I did not. Did you no. oh, you so, have to okay. send me the info on that. I've had a couple of complaints about the iPhone 12 because I find this to be a very hard phone for people to upgrade. Now. It depends on where you are in the upgrade. Now, last year, I was a 10s user. The 11 Pro came out, and it really exceeded expectations. People were blown away by the battery life and the camera, how it vastly improved over that model. Even though design stayed the same, there were a lot of internals that really made this phone really worth getting. So even though, again, last year I was same deal. I wasn't going to upgrade, but I heard so many good things about the 11 Pro's camera that I eventually upgraded. so And that's what I stuck with. Now, this year, I don't have any plans to upgrade to this to a 12. I was going to buy the phone just to try the camera out, but the reality is I got a baby coming, and I have much more important things to worry about. <laughs> diapers. You have to buy diapers right and now. formula. 
Well, the good thing is the diapers, we see, we were smart. We did a special, like, diaper raffle. So if you had to bring a diaper in order to be part of the raffle, so that's how we got a lot of diapers. So you so you conned all your friends and family into bringing diapers. You are, you are 100% <laughs> correct, sir. That is exactly what I did. So, oh, well, uh, I'm a smart dude. That's all I got to say. And more my wife. Actually, smart, my wife's but weak because you're worried about my, carrying an extra two wife, ounces. My, yeah, two ounces. Think of that in baby poop. Of two ounces. That's a lot of ounces of poop into the diaper. All right, Frank. So trust me, your two ounces on your phone and two ounces of baby poop. Yeah, you're not gonna. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about the complaints of Apple. Now, I'm gonna state my statement first because I'm the one that's being negative, Nancy here, and then uh, Frank's gonna defend it uh, as best as he can. And I also want to hear from an Apple Store perspective on how to sell this, too. I think we can also kind of tie that in. So the very first thing I'm complaining about regarding iPhone 12 is the hype of the 5G and how it really works or what they were showing off. So my complaint is that the ultra-wideband or the very high-end band is only available on certain street corners in the United States of America, which means you have to be in a specific spot to get that for high, fast, Verizon download speed that they are taunting on, you know, the program. Because if you look on the Verizon map, mm -hmm. go look up your Verizon map. It will show you the 5G the, and then the really high 5G. What, what was that called? Millimeter wave? Is that the, uh, yeah, NM, yes, the NM wave. Yeah. Now, you're talking about Verizon released that in six cities. Yep. Okay. But they're taunting Nationwide. like crazy. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm with you. All right. So that millimeter wave is only available in certain areas mm -hmm. of certain and in certain street corners. So you have to be at a specific street corner for that to work. So as far as I guess, depending upon your speed. profession, you would be able to identify these street corners rather rapidly. Well, it does have it on the map. Like I've looked at like specific corners that that brown. Look at look at look it up. That brown line that represented that millimeter wave was in such small amounts of corners. The moment you walk. It's not that this is not going to be around the next two or three years, because it will. In fact, it'll expand. But the idea that you're buying this phone for 5G... I would agree with you on the highest speeds, okay? Mm -hmm. And that this is not necessarily an iPhone deficit. The phone itself can handle the 5G speeds, the high speeds, the NM speeds, and the regular 5G speeds. Now... The problem lies not with the phone, but with the carriers. And this is right. this is not the first time the carriers have done this kind of thing, where they've advertised something that was not readily available coast to coast and had to be rolled out over time. So I think the whole 5G phenomenon, if you will, um, or the hype, has been going on for so long, they had to put something out. They had to. Otherwise, it would have been another, oh, it's going to be waiting, it's going to be waiting. And I'm not talking about Apple. I'm talking even about your Android devices. They're able to handle 5G. The devices can handle it. The problem is the carriers aren't able to initiate 5G nationwide. So, of course, it's only going to be available in certain pockets, certain cities, until the full network gets up and running. So over the course of time, this 
will um, greatly enhance the speeds. Now, the device itself will be able to take advantage of that once it's released. So it's not a problem with the device, but rather with the methodology that the carriers are putting this into play. All right? So that, that's how I would counter that. And also, the iPhone 12 Pro and Pro Max, the speeds with which you can upload and download still surpass the 10 and the 11s. Okay, it's still faster because of the, the, the A14 chip. So you're, you're going to gain speeds, but not necessarily what Verizon was advertising. I would hand you that. But again, I would say yeah. that's not because of Apple, okay, or the, or the device's capabilities, but rather the inability of the carriers to sustain those speeds nationwide in pretty much every location. And I will tell you, the reason why I, I'm on them on the 5G is because the moment you go to Apple.com and you go to iPhone and you hit one of those phones, 5G pops up as like the, the number one thing in the pop-up. Oh, so that, yeah. And that's and that's on them for being all over it well, and inviting Verizon to the stage to demonstrate it, which is not really demoable. Yes. So th- th- that's why. So I'm, gonna, I'm just going to leave the 5G alone. Okay. Okay. Now, the next thing, this was actually resolved. But the price at the time when this was released, T-Mobile and Sprint were different prices. In fact, they were more compared to AT&T Verizon, which I thought was so weird. Yeah, we talked about this last week. Yeah, I wasn't crazy about that as well. So I would agree with you on that. Yeah, that that has been resolved. It seems it doesn't look like that's a thing anymore. But that, I I don't understand why they did that in the first place. I mean, imagine a specialist trying to educate people that well, you're a T-Mobile customer. Oh, it's thirty dollars more. Yeah. Why? Well, I don't know. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, there's no explanation, yeah. right? There was no explanation. It was like because AT&T and Verizon are offering special offers. In terms of having uh, the specialist present that to a potential customer, remember, Will, there's no, there's nothing wrong with telling somebody, well, I don't know why that is. That's beyond my control. That's just the prices that were set by the carriers and the company. I'd rather have somebody tell me that as a customer than, to, than give me a line of crap saying, well, that's because T-Mobile has this special this or that or whatever. You know, don't give the customer a line of shit. Just say, hey, look, I, to be honest with you, I really don't know. If you buy the phone SIM-free, which you can activate with any carrier, mm-hmm. you are paying the 729 So you're not out of the woods. So it's almost like in order for you to take advantage of the pricing that they're advertising, you have to actually activate with a carrier. If you buy it unlocked, they're charging you $30 more. I would say that's true. However, remember... It is true. It's on Apple.com. I see it right now. (laughs) Remember, but when you activate the phone, whether you're with Verizon or AT&T, they charge you a $30 activation fee anyway. So so it's the same. Yeah, and also you have to get a specific uh, SIM card Mm -hmm. for the 5G. So you have to do it anyway. Uh, you You could definitely throw your old SIM in there, but again, you're not taking advantage of the features that this phone has. And that I don't even know if it's even going to work. I yeah, uh, I would ask you: Do you know anybody that has uh, a phone with two SIMs in it for two separate numbers? I really thought that that would be huge. I mean, huge. I know people that 
yeah. to this day still carry two phones. You know, yeah. one for one for business and one for personal. I would have thought that the phone with two SIMs where you could have two separate lines would be huge. Yeah, they, they introduced the eSIM. That was the big I, I just don't know why we don't hear about that. If there's anybody out there that, that is utilizing that, please let us know because I, I'd love to. It's, uh, it's an international thing. I don't think it's a U.S. thing, to be honest. Or if, if not many, I think, businesses give you know work phones anymore everyone just has their own phone <laughs> well now. yeah corporations yeah, have saved a lot of money right they don't have to absolutely. give their employees cell phones anymore or absolutely not or be or uh what did they, they call those things uh the beeper uh, yeah they, they they gave me a phone at sirius xm but i never used it it was a waste of money honestly for giving it to me uh now the other thing uh this kind of ties in what we just talked about but for my other complaint Verizon forces you to upgrade SIM card, and you need to be on a single plan to take advantage of the 5G. Now, I don't know much about this, Frank. You pre-ordered your device. Yes. Did you have to change something in your plan for that to, to work? Not that I know of. Okay. Well, you haven't also done your phone yet. So no, I have not. I'd be curious to know what change you're going to see in your bill. Now, who's your provider? AT&T. I'd be curious to know what is going to change in your plan based on the fact that you're buying a 5G device. Because for the first time, you're, you're, you have, it sounds like to me, you have to buy a specific plan in order to take advantage hmm. of it. It, it, when, uh, when we pre ordered it, it, all it said was the activation fee, the $30, which I wasn't happy about, but, you know, well, not much you can do about it. Uh, yeah, you just don't buy the phone. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> but um, they didn't. There was nothing in there about uh, increasing the plan itself or anything like that. So we'll see. Okay. Now Verizon, I believe there was. I got that from a friend of mine who told me that that was a thing. Now I can't say that for sure. That's what I've been told. Mm -hmm. But you know, I have to wait and see the feedback on this. Now, this is obviously a big one. The power adapter is not included inside of this box. And here's my point. You're going to be getting a USB-C to lightning adapter, which if you have not owned an iPad Pro or an iPhone 11 Pro, you will not have this likely in your home. That's correct. Which, which means that you are forced to buy the 20-watt power adapter for $20. Yep. Or... You can go back to your USB-A to US to your Lightning with your old connector, but you can't take advantage of the. F right. That means that by default, out of the box, a feature that's in this device requires you to buy a power adapter. Yeah, and that power adapter is yeah. what uh, nineteen dollars. How much? Yeah, nineteen twenty, whatever. Close enough. Yeah. Okay, so. Defend that, Frank. I, I would agree with you on this. I, I have to agree with you on this. I would have... Mm. I win. Uh, if I was on that team deciding what's going in the box of the 12, I would have said, look, we're switching to the C, and this is going to be for the... The C is going to be the charger for the next four, five, six iterations of the phone. Right? How long was the uh, lightning cable? Oh, God, you're talking since iPhone 5. Yeah, so that's a lot it's, of generations. So what I would have that's said... That's years. That's years worth of of uh, people having this. Right. So what I would have said was, look, look, 
let's put it in the 12 and the 12 Pro and the 12 Max, you know, all the whole series of the 12. And starting with the 13, or whatever it's going to be called, the next iteration, remove it. Because that would then give enough time, enough time for everybody to acquire at least one. Yep, and that and going forward, likely in every box with iPads and you know anything you have to buy, likely you're going to get a USB C to Lightning right. adapter now at this point. And one year, maybe two the most, and you had to only buy two devices. I, I don't think they're going to supply a power adapter with any of the devices other than the computers and and the iPad Pro. I think the iPad Pro is actually do does get a power adapter with. I it. mean, I get where they're going with it, but like I said, I would have lobbied for cutting it off after the 12 because that's the 12 is when you're making your change to the uh, USB-C. Um, Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, I, I I imagine they're going to get some kickback on it. Or I would have said, given the option, I would have said, if you need that adapter, if you, if you buy it at the time you buy the phone, you get it for $10. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At least mm-hmm. put in some sort of Something. incentive. Something, now, yeah, like an incentive to do it. What I purchased with the 12 Pro was the MagSafe charger. Mm. But what I didn't realize, I thought the MagSafe charger came with that adapter. It does not, sir. It does not. So, so that means you got to buy two power adapters now. That's correct. That's correct. Man. So, this is an expensive phone, Frank. I know. I know. So, I'm not happy with that, but that's what I'm going to do. Um, well, that and that's my point is how can you buy a product and you're already not happy and you haven't even received it yet? Yes, I know. Yeah. And even if you even if you got it and the battery wasn't charged, you wouldn't have a way to charge it. I mean, you, like I said, you can use well, your old yeah, power adapters right, right. in your home. You're not out. Like, that's the thing. You're not out. It's not like they put a USB-C port on the bottom. Right. right? That's probably next year. So they'll piss everybody off who bought the USB-C to Lightning power <coughs> adapter, and they're going to mess that up by putting USB-C on the bottom of the phone. You watch. Yeah. I guarantee you. iPhone 13, you're hearing it first on the Think Different Podcast. They're going to put a USB-C on the bottom. That means for one year, basically, they're giving... This option. Well, you know, I what I what I think they're going to go with. I think they're going to remove the uh, the charging port altogether and just go with MagSafe. I don't, I don't know how they're going to be able to troubleshoot a device without some kind of port. I don't know how they're going to do it. No, there's no. Yeah, there's got to be some kind of port. I mean, the, I can tell you the Apple Watch is the only exception, but that uses the that uses the phone right, for the right, troubleshooting. Right. So it has to have something. So whether it's Bluetooth technology or something, yeah. they got to find a way to have a diagnostic run on it. And I, and I don't, and especially if there's a power problem with it, I don't think using a MagSafe is going to make the difference. Hmm. Yeah. When I pre-ordered the 12 Pro, I got the MagSafe for $40, and I got it, and I have to get the adapter to plug into the, get, take advantage of the high speed. That's another $20. So that's sixty bucks Twice. plus the device. Yeah, buy one for your wife too. Huh? And your wife's got to get one too. Well, I'm, this is I am buying this for my wife. Okay, man, it's a hundred dollars basically more to buy everything you need to buy for. Yep. It. Which the max? Uh, I 
really hate that <laughs> because I'm not talking like you look at someone like my mother or something like my mother-in-law yeah. who would upgrade their phone yep. and they, that happens to them. Yeah. No, and this is going to go back to a specialist from an Apple Store point of view. God, I hope they're training them to make sure that they don't forget a power adapter oh. to take home. And because you're going to see detractors up the ass yep. if you do not take care of yes. that. And how many are, are they're, they're, how many people that are going to buy the phone aren't even aware of this? I know it's been all over the right. news, but you know as well as I do, people don't read, they don't follow. Well, I think the early, I think the early adapters will know. It's it's the ones that buy it three months mm-hmm. from now that won't know. I think the ones now should know that. Yeah, exactly. You know. Yeah, the early adapters yeah, the next- are, are are well aware of the features mm-hmm. and and what they're getting. Or not getting yeah, they, in this case. Yeah, yeah a lot. Uh, and speaking of that, let's go down to the MagSafe. So, one of the things that people started doing was videos on the MagSafe. Now, the way that Apple touted this is that they have these ma- strong magnets that attach to the back of it and hold everything in place. Well, we're finding out specifically the Apple cases really don't have any magnetism to it, and it still requires you to kind of put it around the case. Also, it's not as strong as as you everyone thought it was. Yeah, it, you could see a lot of the videos of it's easy just to tug it, like to tug the mm-hmm, cord, mm-hmm. and it comes right off. Well, I think that's the that's that, that's a main feature of the MagSafe. Okay, when we used to demo the MagSafe on the computers, um, one of the features was you know if you're plugged into an airport and somebody trips on your cable, it's not going to pull your computer. It's just going to disconnect from the computer and save mm-hmm. uh, a fall of your computer. And I think this is much the same. It's very easy to pick up your phone off of the MagSafe and not have it tug along with your phone and then either um, you know, pull it out of the wall or anything like that. So it's there, it's attached, but it's not, it, it's not like a, uh, one of those magnetic devices you stick on your refrigerator or on your car where it's difficult to get off. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, you know, I think that can go either way. Some people are going to look the, at that as a plus. Some are going to look at it as a minus. And, and the other problem, too, like the wallet case seems to be very hard to put cards in. Also, it does slide very easily so there is people showing that on a bunch of reviews so again this this it's not that strong so unless the accessory you buy also has a magnet in it that's got to be even stronger to hold that phone up well you know i I don't know i have i I got to tell you the 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 cases with the wallets where you can put cards and stuff in i was never a big fan of them to begin with i'm not either i don't like the silicone anyway it's it's terrible it peels so easily well i mean Apple's cases are not that good. My take on it is why do I want to put a credit card in the case of my phone? If somebody Mm -hmm. steals your phone, the last thing I want them to have is is my credit card. And that goes to all you women out there that have those foldable cases with your phone in it. Besides the fact you can put put your credit card in the wallet app of the phone and it's totally secure. So I think wow. it's a it's a yeah I think it's a it's a case of uh, education here, you know. Yeah. Um, why would you want to have a physical credit card, whether it's an Apple Card or a Visa or a Mastercard or a Diners Club or whatever it is, in a case when you can just 
have that in the wallet app. And if somebody steals your phone, guess what? You don't have to replace your cards. You just go on your computer and suspend transactions from that card. It's that simple. And you also get live transactions on the phone, too, which is even better. Another feature, another thing that I saw too. This was Macromers did a great video on this. They they took an outer box case that was already has been released for this phone. Mm-hmm. They have a MagSafe. They have the MagSafe circle inside the case. It's glued on. It's not even built in. So they were cheap and they glued it to a case that almost looks like a case that's already been around, and it peels off extremely easily. They showed it. Where the Apple cases, at least it's built into yeah, the actual yeah, yeah. case. Um, like, so be very careful on the case you buy. Make sure you don't get a cheap one. Uh, I actually bought the clear case mm-hmm. from That's fine. from Apple. Now, Uh-oh. the reason I bought the clear case good. is because sh- my wife said, oh, I like color. that Pacific blue. That's nice. And I said, okay. Yeah. So I ordered it. And she says, yeah, but you know what? What difference does it make? You put a case on it, you're not going to see the color. So I said, well, they have this clear case. And she said, oh, that's nice. So let's, this way you can see the color. But <laughs> the case, I should go upstairs and get it for you. But the case has a circle on the back with a, yeah, with a line sure down. It does. They all do. And yeah. I'm like, that's kind of weird. But all right, I guess it's necessary. Boy, this sounds better. You're making this sound better and better. <laughs> You're not helping. You You're not helping your case here for me at all. Well, um, the last thing. I, okay, so the last thing I wanted to bring up was the Zoom. Now, if you saw the tout, they talked about a a Zoom on this lens that was four times the amount of you know lens on this. Yes. Well, if you if you look at the tech specs, the Zoom is not really what it is. Uh, the zoom is actually uh, is it says a two times optical zoom out. Yes. Which in this case, they're talking about the back camera, the the wide angle camera, right? Up to the next camera, up to the one times that the optical zoom really has. So really, it's one, not two, because you're going. They're they're talking from the you know they call it a two times optical zoom out. And a digital zoom up to five times, you know, which really is four times. Well, because, it, or really three and a half, if you really want to think about it, because I can tell you it's a half. So, in my opinion, they're 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 kind of being very, you know, you know, a little wrong. They're not wrong, well, but they're hiding. I mean, the listen, fact you're of what the, the zoom really. Does. You're the videographer and the photographer, yes, professional level, but um, everything that I've been reading. Uh, in 9 to 5 and Mac rumors and the people that are talking about the camera, they are just absolutely in love with it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, really I haven't seen anything mentioned specifically about the zoom feature, but they're saying the nighttime photo, the nighttime portrait, just absolutely stunning. The LiDAR is unbelievably um, beneficial to the camera itself. So, um, while I'm not going to dispute the zoom, I mean, I, I haven't, you know, looked at the actual tech specs on it, if you will. But when we get the camera, we'll have to play with it and we'll have yep. to uh, take some pictures and see what's what. 
And Adobe Vision also is coming out for video recording. Another another key factor is Adobe Vision has to is a format that has to be updated for all other TVs and devices. The problem is they're not going to be able to watch or play back that that crisp color that Adobe Vision brings. So even though they're adding it, the only device you're going to be able to enjoy it on is the phone. Right. You're not going to be able to enjoy it on you know, on the next one. And that that's, again, that that's just so deceiving. Well, but, but um, Will, think about it this way. When the phone was capable of recording in 4K and you didn't have a 4K TV, the only place you could enjoy it was on the, was on the phone. Right, and, right, I agree. And so advances in technology come so fast now that the TVs... That's why they get. That's why you have TVs that are so cheap, because the new ones that can handle and display all of this great stuff, um, they want you to buy them. The older ones, right. it's not software driven; it's hardware driven. Okay, so you, it, it it can't handle that. So if you want to watch a 8K movie or a super high def whatever you have to have the device that's capable of displaying that um and i just think that's problematic of the industry because the the technology is advancing so fast that cameras uh can give you the capability of recording at these extremely high levels the problem is like you stated the device that you're using to view it has to be capable of delivering it and most TVs just aren't going to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping, and again, that'll change over mm-hmm. time. So I'm not like, that's not like such a big gripe for me. It, it's just right now, it's just not going to be supported a lot of places. So if you're going to be like, a, like if you're going to want to show it off a lot of places, you're not going to really get that much. Uh, and the final thing I, I have to bring up is the fact that the iPhone 12 Pro camera on the Max is better than the iPhone 12 Pro regular. So how's that a deficit? That's a deficit because that's the first time in a model of an advanced model that they are changing the camera around that one is better over the other. Uh, and that's like the telephoto is a 2.0 aperture uh-huh. on, the, on the 12 Pro. The Max is a 2.2 on there. So there's a different. And then also there's a stabilization feature yeah. with within the Max. Uh, so also it could do a digital zoom up to 12 times on the Max. So, you know, yeah, but, there's a center, there's a center shift optical stabilization mm-hmm. in the Max and the wide camera, which is not available on the regular. Right. So the idea is that, that you're forcing people to get the better camera to get the Max model, well, which, by the way, is a size difference that not everyone's going to like. Well, that's not, that's very messed up. All right. You're done with your tirade now? Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. So here's my, here's thing. my retort. What they're doing is they're honing into a specific demographic that they're saying, if you want the ultimate in video recording and photography, you are, by your very nature, you're going to want to go to the maximum limit. Hence the name Pro Max. Okay? So if you want to take advantage of all these advantages, you're going to go to the Pro Max. And two ounces in terms of weight is not going to be a big deal to the, to the consummate professional. 
And once you think about that well, I think you will succumb to the idea that two ounces is, is by far an easy carry for you to take full professional advantage of all the technology in that. And I think what they're really doing is they're segregating the professional with the, with the max and the quasi-professional or the amateur hobbyist with the pro. I think that then they should have called it something different because it, it, it's not fair to say, oh, we have an iPhone 12 Pro and iPhone Pro 12 Max. It used to be just display size. Oh. Now there's something more yeah, but, to it. And you have to try to explain that, that, okay, well, it's got this optical stabilization. Well, well, again, from a special side, how do you explain that to somebody who doesn't understand it? And and not many people will. Well, you, and, and it's a hundred dollar difference between the two. But, so for a hundred dollars, you're you know, display I thought was enough, and now it's not. Well, and I and I don't and I don't want a big phone like that. I don't want a big phone like that. The easiest way to explain it is: Are you a professional videographer and photographer? Yeah, that's why I bought a pro model. Well, well if if the answer is yes, then you say, well, don't forget, you have these features that are exclusive to the Max. And then, as a professional, you might want to say, well, I mean, you know, I have to think about that. If not, then you want to take advantage of some of those features, then you would go with the Pro. And that's what I think they're trying to do. They're just trying to well, make... Well, we could agree to it. We could agree to disagree, because I will never believe that statement whatsoever, because they shouldn't be doing that. So, this is this is well, these were all the gripes I had with this phone. I, I don't recommend buying this phone especially if you have an iphone 11 i would not recommend this phone whatsoever uh and then also not to mention the battery well, life is not i, I think that's People a rather are, strong statement to say you wouldn't no, it's recommend very, it I, it is uh, i wouldn't uh, recommend it here's i'm not going to recommend anybody to get it i'm well, not going to recommend anybody to get it because of the added expense to it the fact that there's a feature in there that you really can't take advantage of yet the fact that you have to buy a different case now because you can't use the same case you had before there is a but that's lot no of different from, added. from other. No, yes, yes, it no, is. No, it isn't. I, iPhone 10, iPhone 10, 10s, and 11 have had the same specs on every, on those for three years. All right. So, now so, you are, so then you could make the argument: Why did you want to upgrade from the 10 to 10s and the 11? If they had the same specs, I, what's the, the point? The camera, the camera was the main seller. Okay. The battery was the main seller. So, but those were but they were significant, and they were also surprises because people didn't expect that. So you know? the difference between if and if you have, have an anything. eleven, I can I would agree that there are limited reasons to upgrade to the twelve. If you have anything other than eleven, below an eleven, a ten, an eight, or whatever. The changes are significant, and the upgrade is definitely worth it. It's, there's the only additional monies is for the accessories, um, which is going to cost you a hundred dollars, well, and not and the fact that you might have to pay more on your plan. Well, we don't know that for sure, but but we'll see. All right. But all right, well, Frank will get us back. Well, Frank will get us that information once he upgrades. Yes, and and like I said, for me, I have a ten, and um, for. My wife's uh, 12 Pro, it didn't cost any more than I paid for the 10. Mm -hmm. The same storage, 256 gig storage. Um, and, you know, I mean, for me, I'm like, I think the, for my personal use anyway, the 
two-year upgrade plan, if you will. Um, we have a 10. I didn't see a big reason to go to 11, although I was kind of envious of a lot of the pictures on the 11. Okay, so now with the 12, I think I'm, we're going to be very, very satisfied. And I, and I know you will. That That is a worthy upgrade from what you had, so I would agree with that. So and I'm I can't wait to at least take a look at one, see it, you know, see see what those at least hopefully see what it looks like and, and get your feedback on your you know from your wife and also you know what you're gonna get. So I'm gonna be very interested to hear what you're gonna talk about. But that is our episode for today, all about why the iPhone 12 sucks and uh, you know why you shouldn't buy. Just it. remember, but, well, the i12 iPhone 12 does not suck. It's far superior okay. than any previous iPhone and. Run right out to your nearest Apple store and purchase one or two. You will not be sorry. And, and the, the power adapter and the case. That's correct. Hey. Uh, makes it, all that stuff. And remember, so, if you're a stockholder, buy two or three. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's important. <laughs> and it's good for me. So I, I really, honestly, as a stockholder, I hope this flies off the shelf. But I'm just letting you know, I think the feedback's not going to be as strong as other ones. In the well, the, the, the pre-orders far exceeded um, what the pre-orders were for the 11. Hey, that's great. Then that means we make all more money. That's right. I'm all for it. All right, buddy. Thank you very much for joining us for another episode of the Think Different Podcast. Make sure you download our episodes every Friday because that's when they come out. And make sure you follow us on our Instagram, which is the Think Different Podcast, and on Twitter, which is at Think Different Pod. And leave us a five-star review anywhere you are listening to us. We want to thank you again for Frank. I am Will TLD, and thank you for keeping your iPhone 11 blue.